0: And the only way to get there is by doing it, right? Because you're not going to know what step 10 looks like if you're not doing step one. Hey,
1: everyone. Welcome back to A Million Little Adventures. Sometimes life passes us by so quickly that we fail to appreciate the little adventures it has to offer. This podcast is here to reconnect with those adventures. And I want to thank you so much for tuning in each week. You all know by now that I love connecting with people on a range of different topics and these conversations help educate me and I'm sure our listeners and today's guest I'm so excited to introduce is my friend Mark. Mark is a strength and movement coach. Mark, thank you so much for joining me on A Million Little Adventures.
0: For sure. Thank you for having me. Like I, like I told you uh, off, off air, my first podcast, I'm super excited and and I was like, I was like, whoa, she asked me.
1: Like we were talking before, I'm always so excited to see your post on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, this is so exciting. I'm like excited for you. And so I wanted to appreciate bring you that. on here and talk about it. People need to know about you and like what you're doing, because I think it's amazing.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I really appreciate that. And the same thing, same thing with you. Like you said, you started a podcast and something you've been thinking about for a while. Mm-hmm. And now you're finally doing it. So now it's just like, it's, mm-hmm. only, it's only up from here. yeah.
1: Well, Mark, you and I, we met in Korea. What was your, I'm going to ask this. What was your intention of going there? Like, what, were you going there for an adventure? I know people had their different reasons, but tell me yours.
0: Okay. So if you ask me the date, like the weeks or the year that I was going in Korea, my intention was, it was still the same, but now that I get, I have time to reflect on it, it's a little bit different. Okay. All right. When I wanted to go, I wanted to make as much money as possible to pay as pay off as much loans so I mm-hmm. literally googled where can you make the most money teaching English and mm-hmm. South Korea was number one at the time I was like I'm always like I'm a big planner and I always have like even right now like for this podcast like I always have my planner with me
1: oh that's awesome so like
0: for notes and things and in my notes like like I want to know exactly what I want to be doing or what exactly what I should be doing and to do and I want to find the things that I believe in the most
1: wow. right so that was
0: my intention yeah so, I, I had all intentions of going to Korea and literally being in a, a, thousand, a thousand population town or like really rural. Uh-huh. And my, my mentality was like, strip everything away. What are the things that am I doing? Am I reading the same books? Am I still exercising? Like, do I care about it that much? Do I, am I still like exploring and looking for food? Uh-huh. So I wanted, I wanted everything to be stripped that I knew. And I wanted to see like what I was really about.
1: Mm, kind of like immersing yourself in that experience. Yeah. That's so cool because for me, it was just about kind of like escaping and putting myself in a new environment. And I always know that I can adapt well in different environments, but I wanted like a challenge. And I'm like, okay, also to make money and travel. So South Korea, it is. But what you were saying was like, you knew what you wanted and you wanted to like focus on that. I think that's so cool mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't know what they want.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have
1: you always been that way?
0: I've been that way, I would say, because of my my family. Like, Mm my mom, always, like, back and forth from decision to decision. My sister, always back and forth from decision to decision. And I always look at that, and I'm just like, just go. Like, it's not going to be the end of the world. Be firm in one decision because you're going to get the goods and the bads from each decision. Mm -hmm. Right? It's easier to say than to do. And it doesn't always work out for me, but I hate being, like, back and forth from decisions. So, like, all right, fine. Go to South Korea. You're opening the door for a whole bunch of new adventures but you're also leaving your family and everything else, you know? So there's sadness there, but sadness stayed here, being the same and not knowing what you want to do or not seeing anything Uh and not having your eyes open to new experiences. Uh So I was like that at 25 because before that, I got the chance to live in Japan and do the same exact job. Wow.
1: What did you go? uh, What's the program that they have? Was it similar to Epic? Jet? Did you do Jet?
0: No, but my, my aunt was, same situation, like twenty four years old, and decided to teach across Asia because she was a teacher. Mm-hmm. So my story, I don't know if you want to get if you want to get into it, but yeah, whatever this you want to like share. Before, 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 South Korea, right? So if I if I review the last ten years, and I spent a lot of time here in Alberta, like in lockdown, and and I wanted to start this business, and with this business, like you know, when you when you start something, you want to start for a while. It makes you create, right? It makes you write, it makes you produce. So, like, I took that, all my feelings and everything, and every reflection I had in the last 10 years, and I put it on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So, like, in my Instagram, I have, like, these flags, and it's just, like, 140 characters of, like, what I felt during the time, what I thought, and what I think now. So, 10 years ago, I hated school. I was in community college because I I got accepted to play at one school, but I didn't have the grades for it, and I had the grades for community college. I put, And I only went because I got, had two years of eligibility mm. and long story short, those those years ran out and I wasn't able to play anymore. So I sat my mom down and I was like, I was like, I don't want to go to school anymore. And I was like, and I'm pretty serious about it. Like I, I only went because there's practices at four every day and that was a justified reason and it was keeping me in a good rhythm. Uh-huh. And I told her, I was like, I was like, honestly, I don't, I can't. Number one, I feel like school is making me not want to read anything ever again. Mm. <laughs> and and number two like i can't see the end game here like i don't see the point so she gave me an ultimatum where she told me that you can either move out or go live go live with your aunt in japan who's teaching english for six months and i hated school so much that i was like hey six months i don't have to go back to school i'm all for that sold yeah sold. 21 years old living in japan in those seven months so i ended up I ended up traveling to Korea to renew my visa for 90 days mm-hmm. and I ended up staying like seven months there and in those seven months I worked alongside my aunt like just watching her classes and then when you're when you're like a young English speaking person in when in like Asian things like that side hustles are like abundant right? yes yes so a friend yeah. oh yeah yeah right you know mm-hmm. so a friend of my aunt she was like she was like oh he's here like does he want to come and teach and I never taught. does he want to come and teach at my private school and I had I got the chance to teach for four months there having no idea what I was doing but like, they
1: they didn't need any requirements or anything because
0: it was again under, under the book <laughs> a <laughs> the 21 dark, year dark
1: secrets <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah so I ended up doing that and then and then because of that after I was like I was like all right that experience Made me finish school because worst case scenario, I get to live in another country, teach. It's not that hard and it's doable and and it's something. I came back to finish school and I went to Korea after that.
1: Okay, wow. And then, yeah. Yeah, That was my
0: pre story before Korea. Nowadays, I read more than I've ever read in my life. Mm -hmm. And it's because like like, things I think I care about now. Yes.
1: Yes. So you taught in Japan, taught in Korea, and then after Korea, you also did another teaching abroad, right? Where was that?
0: That was uh, Spain.
1: And how was that? Tell me. I want to know, like, the differences.
0: You know, there's a huge difference in the job that we did in South Korea. We were all teachers in in each one of these places. But in South Korea, like, what we said really mattered. Mm, Okay. Um, In Spain, the position was more like assistant and as long as the kids are having fun and you're entertaining them for those 45 minutes from, element, from elementary school all the way to high school, like, just give them a different perspective and teach them something different because they've heard it all. Teachers tell me all the time, like, they're bored and they want to know things about, like, what's American college like mm. or, like, what's the university experience like. Share some things like that. So ah. there was no textbook to follow or anything like that. Like, every time the class was boring, like, I heard about it.
1: You know, every oh, time we really? talk more
0: about grammar and things like that, yeah, I heard about it.
1: Okay, okay. So, like, just going back a little bit, like, why Spain? Was there something uh, that appealed to you? Is there an opportunity there?
0: After the, at the end of Korea, I was I was thinking, and I was that's when I was with Jess, right, mm-hmm. my yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. And I remember her telling me about her experience in Italy, and I always had like a desire for Europe. I'm always like kind of keen for the easiest way to do things, and I speak Spanish, and so does she. And I was like, hey, Spanish speaking country. Yeah. And we ended up living two and a half hours away from Madrid. There was eight hundred and fifty people population in that town.
1: Wow.
0: Rather than like improving my Spanish, every single person at the butcher, at the dollar store, at the corner store, they all spoke English to me.
1: Oh really? In
0: the town, yeah. Did, like, you hey, like Did you like that?
1: Did you like that? Or would you have rather like them speak Spanish so that you can kind of like improve that? Because now I you're would, like I immersed in it.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But literally like six five walking through this like Pueblo and people were just, just like, Oh, that's that guy, he teaches at the school and he speaks English. This is a good chance for me to practice my English because yeah. I just don't you know. But Spain just because like I wanted to go to Europe, I wanted Spain to be the hub because I had Italy on my mind and Dublin on my mind. Like I was still in the travel oh. travel mentality. Like travel bug bit me hard.
1: Yeah, I, I I still have it to be honest. But like I have never touched Europe yet. Uh, that's a dream. So hopefully in the next couple years. I, that's I feel like that's a fair estimate. Couple years.
0: So, <laughs> can I ask you something? Yeah, yeah. You I know you're gonna love Europe. You're gonna love it as really? much as you love Asia, right? But like, how are you gonna get? the same kind of experience you got in Korea because you were living there like yeah. how are you going to hit all those countries cuz that's what we're, we're trying to plan you now guys want to do
1: yeah this is the dilemma mark when i got back i feel like subconsciously i didn't get a job right away because i'm like no i'm going to like reconnect with friends take time for myself to kind mm-hmm. of readjust but then it was like okay one month passed two months passed then i still wasn't like actively looking pursuing a job and i was like what is going on and now looking back i think subconsciously I was afraid to, if I get a full-time job in my mind at the time, if I like trapped, (laughs)
0: you know what I mean? mm -hmm. Or like
1: stuck because I'm not going to have the opportunity to travel for as much as I did for as long as I did. Maybe I'll get like for a full-time job, you'll get like two, two weeks vacation, but I'm sure, you know, two weeks is not enough to explore a country. Mm -hmm. Two weeks Mm -hmm. is not enough to explore Europe. So if there's an opportunity and with time to do that, I still want to do it when I'm young, but right now, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I feel like if the opportunity is there, I'll make it happen or try to.
0: For sure. Like, what about
1: you guys? Like, you guys are thinking about going back to Europe to travel? Um,
0: I feel like we're both kind of, I don't want to use the word immature, but maybe I'm like the one that's like, hey, if the opportunity comes, let's, let's hold off on all the settling things and let's go. Like, we still have one or two good years in us, you know?
1: That's me. That's where I am. Like, even now. That's how I am. If someone wants to say to me right now, like, okay, I have a ticket to Spain. You're clear to go. Don't worry about like quarantine, vaccinations. just go. I will go. I, hmm. I know like on impulse I would, but then like give me a day and then I'm like, okay, I have a lot of things to think about, like my family, my mm-hmm. boyfriend, work, but still, you know, it's, it's there in the back of my mind.
0: Same here, same here. And part of me, like, especially with this pandemic going on, I'm just like, imagine if we wanted to go to Korea. If we were 25 during this time, that opportunity would not be there. And it'd be even scarier to go, right? Mm-hmm. So if it came up now, I'm 30. What's the difference between now and 35? Uh, I still think like that's still a good time to explore. I don't know.
1: Have you I mean, ever... The, the
0: door, the, the, the travel I harsh. I agree.
1: Yes, Mark. I agree with the 30-35. And the reason why 35 is a big marker or cap for me, because I also was considering or looking into possibly doing a working holiday visa in like Australia or New Zealand but they actually have a cap an age cap for working holiday Mm -hmm. visas which is 35 35. yeah I'm like okay okay this is this is an option (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. but yes we're still I I even take it so far to like say like why would it be 35 if like that number has to be is is there for a reason right you shouldn't look at 30 as all right I got my five years of travel in like there's still more to do. And now you're a little wiser. You're a little more experienced. You can even like, niche down on the things that you want to
1: mm-hmm.
0: want to help out in. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it's not teaching, but it's it's training or or helping people walk again and things like that. Exactly. You can do that in other countries. Yes. You can share it, you know.
1: More more options, right? As much as like I still want to travel, I feel like I am over the hostel scene. Like mm-hmm. I know in my mind when I was thinking of going to Europe, this trip would have been like couch surfing because that's what like, I've heard that's a possibility to do when you're bouncing from country to country in Europe but I don't know being older wiser as you said if that would be because I do like my my privacy and my personal space now I still want to travel but I don't know if it would be the same way as if traveling when I was 25 um but like Korea and traveling outside of Korea and those surrounding countries these gave me an opportunity to like you know, really look at the culture and the traditions and the lifestyle, and I just thought that was amazing. So
0: yeah, yeah, and get a feel for what people do every single day, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and then and then come yeah. back realizing like we all kind of have the same struggles. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, exactly. makes you kind of one another. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like that you like to take like every experience. You make it a goal to take something from it, Definitely. which I think 100%. that's
0: <laughs> that's
1: something that like we've learned over time. You know that. We're mm-hmm. mature now, Mark.
0: <laughs> I, that's that's why, I, that's why I had to stop you. and That's because you're like, in a couple years, and I'm like, a couple years doesn't have the same rhythm as it did before. Yeah. Right? So, like, yeah. how are you going to make it happen? Maybe, maybe you have some secrets to share, you know? Oh,
1: my God. I wish. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I'll just randomly yeah. message you with this. <laughs>
0: same here.
1: All right. You've had a lot of adventures. Now, let's talk about more of, like, your domestic adventures, I guess. Because, so, <laughs> you have your own adventure and starting your own business Mm -hmm. and what is your business tell me
0: so my business is Aquino's place Mm -hmm. Aquino's place people ask me right and they're like why is it not like fitness this or fitness that Mm -hmm. because I have like a I have a vision and I know exactly now I wouldn't say I know exactly what I what I want it to be but I I know the feeling that I want to have when people walk in the name is Aquino's place because I feel like it's like my mark and my brand. My last name is Akino, And I want it to be a place where people are comfortable, strong, and happy. That's my MO. No, I love
1: that. And,
0: and I've gotten the opportunity here, now that we've been in lockdown, to turn the, the basement into a gym. Mm-hmm. And that's where I train people virtually. And what it is, is the same intention, right? Before going to South Korea, because I was 25 then, and before going, Personally, I was like I was like I'm not coming back until I know what I'm like meant to be doing or Mm -hmm. what I what I believe in the most. And that is teaching so and so how to walk again or teaching so and so how to be strong and lose weight and and change their goal midway. And when you're when you're asking me more questions about how is my squat look, then then how does what do I need to eat to lose weight? Then like that is a goal. And I won't bring it up, but I that's that's what I'm trying to talk to people about all the time. Like fall in
1: love with the movement wow! because the
0: movement is something that you do every
1: single day Mm -hmm. Wow! oh my god mark you're so inspiring i feel like like even like your statement of like i'm not coming back until i know what to do like what i want and then look what you're doing you're you're making it happen like correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like even in korea when i like followed you on instagram i feel like it was like a foreshadowing of like where you were heading because you were already kind of like hashtagging things like Akinos' place, place, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. and then now I look on your Instagram and you're like, okay, I'm like, I'm doing this. I'm a, I'm a coach, like I'm starting my own business. That's awesome. So what is, can you talk a little bit more like, like what, is, what would you classify yourself as in terms of your title?
0: I'm definitely, I would classify myself as a, not a trainer because a trainer is like, comes from like the manage, manager mentality, okay. more of a, a coach.
1: A coach, okay.
0: A coach by definition is somebody who leads somebody mm. so i want to i want to be i want to create a gym right because there are many gyms out there and everyone all the information is out there but i always want to be i want to be a leader who shows you how to learn how to enjoy and stay consistent with exercise
1: everybody's troubles exactly. with consistency
0: for sure for sure and to i know i know you were asking me like how does one stay consistent and how does one avoid plateaus
1: mm-hmm. and
0: this this like question like I always wrestle with people asking that all the time right or how does one stay consistent and work out for more than two weeks I would say like learn skills skills are go across the board whether you're learning to write or learn to film or learning to create something Mm -hmm. the the better you hone in on skills they take time Mm -hmm. they they take patience they take mastery so my mentality especially with the client I have now she recently just asked like I would like to know she recently just asked at the beginning of May Instead of, instead of wanting to know what I should be eating and, and what I should be doing, I would like to know what and why we've been doing what we've been doing. And I was like, I was like, woo, that's the goal. I was like, yes, please sit down, let's do this.
1: It's almost like you know where you want your clients to like reach, but you don't want to just like outright and say it to them. You want them to kind of like realize their potential and reach that for themselves. That's, that's cool. I think Definitely. that's cool.
0: I, uh, I want to teach you how to work out yourself and then once once you get your goal and once you feel like you can do it yourself recommend me to somebody else who needs my help mm-hmm. that's that's my that's my goal training-wise okay I try to people. I try to get people to accomplish their goal but on the way to accomplish your goal seeing the importance of why we're doing every single thing for me I've always loved it now that I'm learning about it and learning how to coach people and the teaching people movements, it's all the same moves mm-hmm. with different variations right mm-hmm. so If I could help you in the next three to six months, or even the next year, fall in love with each one of these moves, and then find one or two that you want to perfect to help you start your workout, to help you get into the rhythm every single day, then that's that's my goal, right? And there's Mm -hmm. so many facets of fitness and like, it keeps you alive.
1: Yeah. Is it a program that you have? Do you get to know your clients beforehand and kind of like cater your program to them? Or is it the same program?
0: I'll do a session. If one session isn't enough, I'll do a week worth of sessions, right? So I'll let them know the things I'm working with and, and how I coach. And every program that I create is specific to them. My coaching side is is the one that I like really wanna put my hands on, right? Mm-hmm. Teaching people like how to move and, and what to do and to enjoy it. And then when they have questions about nutrition, I have an ebook on my website where there's tiers. And it starts with a 30 day reset right? And there's just four rules. So it's no alcohol, no processed foods, Mm -hmm. more green and leafy vegetables. And the last one is eating within a 12 hour window. And if you do those things every single day, you get four points. At the end of the week, your goal is to get 28 points. And that's just a reference. So when we talk on Sunday, like, hey, you got 20 points, what happened? Oh, it was so and so's birthday. And I ate this. And then that way I can talk through and like, hey you had somebody's birthday that's awesome birthdays only come once a year i'm glad you had that cake i'm glad you had that alcohol let's see what you did the day after or or the day before to prepare and then we talk from there but the limiting foods that you love like we're both filipino right tell me not to eat um like me chum kawale tell me not to eat my chicken adobo with my two cups of rice you oh know, my like, gosh I sinigang
1: i love sinigang <laughs> <'Cause>, yeah <laughs> Like, how did you develop these things? Like, is, is it just like things that have been brewing for the past few years? And you're just like, now just putting it on paper and letting your clients kind of like bring this to fruition?
0: That's a really good question. I would say it's over years. Sometimes I stay up at night. When I have a new client or I have somebody new come my way, there's things that I want them to do that will benefit them. And then there's the other question, like, are they going to enjoy this? And that's the question that stresses me the most. So mm-hmm. see, see what works and what doesn't work.
1: What would you say is... The biggest challenge that you faced so far with starting Kino's place
0: um, there are so many challenges that I, <laughs> I'm trying to give you one or two
1: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, whatever you I'll, want to share
0: so coaching wise coaching wise, my biggest challenge is like trying to teach people what and why we're doing these moves and the importance of these moves and where does it translate to everyday life and then on the business side, I find to be honest, I find everything challenging.
1: What are you doing to to help like support that? I know you said earlier you're reaching out to to different people. And what are you doing for that?
0: I just got off a, a two month course, right? Where it was like one call with a coach every week and then a bunch of like coursework, personal development, business, coaching, and things like that. And now I'm jumping into other people's classes. So on Wednesday, I just took a like Pilates ballet kind of class.
1: And did you like it? Kind of
0: it's, it's kind of a secret. I haven't told anyone. Oh. Because, <laughs> a little shy about
1: it. Here first, guys. Mark is doing <laughs> yeah, Pilates and what is it, ballet?
0: <laughs> ballet is Ballet strength and conditioning class. Though. Okay.
1: So I know you asked me this. But I want to like turn that question back to you. Is there an end goal? What is your, what are you striving towards? In your mind, what is the end where you feel like, yes, I've done it, success?
0: I appreciate that question. I definitely, I've thought about it a lot. My end goal is to have, Personal training and massage in the same place. Massage? So, yeah, yeah. So I'm in in Canada now. Starting in September, I want to apply to massage school. Mm -hmm. And I want to train people and also be in school to become a massage therapist. I want to run programs for four to six weeks. We're working on squatting, learning how to squat and lunge, and working on our lower body. Mm -hmm. I want to provide three days of those strength, three days of training, and then I want to provide two days of massage. I want to have the same client come in three days a week and I'll train them for an hour. And then I want them to come in Tuesday and Thursday and I want to massage them, like massage their ankles and massage their calves and like really relax those muscles and loosen those muscles up so they can do better strength training. And I want to intertwine the two. That's my end goal.
1: That's cool that you say that because I went for it was like last month I went for a massage. She was like a registered massage therapist, and I was relaxing. All of a sudden, she asked me. She's like, "Do you have pain in your right hip?" I was like, "No," and she's like, "Well, your hips aren't aligned, and that's probably going to affect like if you've ever tried like running or or maybe like running has been the cause of that. You know, like you learn things." I was like, "Oh, this is really good and informative."
0: Were you expecting to learn that from a massage therapist? No, no, not at all. Exactly. Um, that question with the end goal, I like that question a lot. I've also kind of like also reminded myself that the end goal really, really matters. And mm-hmm. it also really doesn't matter. Because just like this with your podcast, like you asked me to be on here, like you're doing something for yourself and something you've been thinking about for a while, you've already made it. And anything I can do to support it, I'm, I'm all for it. Like if you see in my basement, I have a drawn out sign of a keynote place. I get chills because I love it.
1: And do you tell yourself, like, I've done it? Like, I was was saying earlier, um, I've been thinking about doing this podcast for a while. It was almost, like, scary to start. But then once Mm. you do it, then it's just, like, I don't know, the past, like, few weeks, creativity-wise, I feel like my mind is racing. There's just so many different things that I want to talk about, so many people that I want to talk with about these mm-hmm. things and it's just thinking like how can i make my podcast like fun and interesting and you're probably doing the same thing right
0: definitely definitely yeah yeah and the only way to get there is by doing it right because exactly. you know you're not, not going to know what step 10 looks like if you're not doing step one again i always look at people who say things like this and like all right yeah easier for you to say you have a gym but i'm just like no it's definitely a struggle like every day is definitely a struggle mm-hmm. but it's a struggle that like i've i wanted to have for a while, right? Mm.
1: Oh, that's, that's a good point. Because if it takes you to where you want to be, then it's good struggle, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: Uh, Mark, with my guests, I like to do like a little segment. But with you, I'm going to say fitness expressions or phrases or words. And I want you in one word or in a sentence what you think about it. Okay. For example, if okay. I say keto, what do you think about it? Nay, yay, don't the do it. The first word
0: that came to mind is uh, silly
1: okay the so good so tell me the first thing that comes to mind why silly
0: because try to try to explain to your mom or your grandma why you won't have a piece of cake with her
1: i'm with you on that because i like carbs
0: exactly <laughs> for sure we all, do. we all do
1: so i have a few more <laughs> cardio
0: under 10 minutes really? depending on the person under 10 minutes definitely
1: okay okay
0: there's two things. Find, the, find the, the training system that works for you. That's the number one thing, right? And the final thing that you're going to enjoy, that's what I try to teach. And number two, for me as a coach, it's strength training. Teach your body to get stronger. So you can run. That's fine. Uh-huh. You can run. But uh, you can run. If you enjoy running, then you'll be better at running, right?
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, but what's most beneficial, and as we get older, what, what you need to start doing is training your body to get stronger. Train your body to, to lift that truck. Because the more the more load and the more you train your body, the stronger muscles you'll have, the better walking you'll do, the more uh, the more or the better your body will be at burning calories. Okay. The more muscle you have, because because a muscle causes a lot of calories, okay. and that will keep you staying lean. But if you enjoy running, run. Just find the best way to do it and don't overdo it.
1: I feel like I'm definitely guilty of that. But back to the the segment. Okay, how about this yep. one? hit exercises
0: i would say i would say um once a week yeah once or twice once a, week. a week they're fun fun yeah. okay okay super fun
1: okay this is a this or that so protein before or after a workout after why
0: because uh, it helps your muscle recover
1: what should people be taking in your opinion before a workout like what is a good thing that they should be doing
0: it's all it's all individual it takes it takes the body minimum forty five minutes to digest food, right? Mm-hmm. So you should always eat like two hours before. Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna eat something that has that's heavy carbs, do that before the workout.
1: Okay. Um. Last one, intermittent
0: fasting. Um. Not an expert. No, I don't know. No. I don't do it. Have you Have you tried it? Uh, I have tried it. I have tried it, but not by like, oh, I'm intermittent fasting. But I'm this busy and I haven't had time to eat. Okay. If I did it, it would be more for like discipline reasons and like like, to Mm -hmm. challenge myself, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it, me personally, I love food, I love to eat, you and me both, for sure, for sure, Uh,
1: yeah, well, like, is there anything else you want to talk about, like, Kino's Place, like,
0: I Um, I know you're doing great things, so, I appreciate you, you follow me, and, like, uh, on the journey, and asking if I'm here, like, seriously, I got all, I got all, like, I was like, where am I going to be on a podcast, (laughs) Yes, and, I was I was, like, I, and in the same breath, I was like, is starting a podcast.
1: I'm excited. And like, uh, thank you so much for your support being on here. This has been, I feel like I learned a lot. And I feel like having this chance to sit down with you and talk to you, I feel like inspired and motivated. I love it. Like, I love this feeling. So thank you so much for doing that.
0: If you don't mind, if I can leave with like one last word. Absolutely. Yes. In regards to like strength and training and fitness and anything you want to do find what works for you mm-hmm. know that it's important no matter what the movement is essential mm-hmm. and if you need guidance either spend the time learning yourself or find somebody who, who will guide you no you
1: i know? really appreciate that
0: that's awesome definitely thank you for having me on i appreciate yes. it
1: yes thank you mark thank you um where can people find you what is your what are your socials
0: at Akinos place underscore
1: okay underscore. My,
0: my instagram that's where i'm the most active
1: okay perfect and you also have a website right
0: mm-hmm all right the website the website is like um they say it? it's like my virtual secretary so like that's where you can book a call you can find out like what I'm about what where I want where I want Aquino's place to go and you can see like m- me training other people okay. and tips and tricks and things like that
1: go to Aquino's place go visit his website go support Mark is a great coach and you won't be disappointed <laughs> yes everyone thank you so much for listening and tuning in be sure to subscribe and follow and tune back in next week for a brand new episode of a million little adventures thank you so much guys bye